This episode is brought to you by Red Bear. Hey, pizza lovers, have you heard? You don't have to order in to get fantastic pizza anymore. Now, make it yourself with Red Baron's new fully loaded hand-tossed style pizza with a half pound of premium toppings and a soft, chewy, restaurant-style crust, you'll be blown away. Pick from three flavors in the frozen food aisle, ultimate pepperoni, barbecue recipe chicken, and meat lovers. Indulge yourself. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode of Go is brought to you by Volvo cars. Distractions happen. That's why the fully electric Volvo EX90 comes with a two-camera driver understanding system designed to prevent distractions and help you stay focused. With seven comfortable seats, a powerful electric range of up to 300 miles and cutting-edge vision tech that can help prevent accidents, experience a new era of safety of Volvo cars. Pre-order your Volvo EX90 today. Visit volvocars.com slash US to learn more. Hello, elegant listeners and elegant viewers, and welcome to Go My Favorite Sports Team, your favorite podcast that exists in the ether of sports. We have merch! Bye-bye-bye! Store.gmfst.com <laughs> I was like, I saw the finger like rearing back, and I was like, what's about to happen? I was Store. like, is this going to be an aggressive jacuse? No, no, no. These are... Oh. You really slipped up last time. You oh. really slipped up last and or the previous time after that, depending on when that episode was. You really goofed it, friend. Mm, I'm sure I did. You dared. You dared to call professional wrestling fake. Because it I, is. Oh, he doubles down on it. How no. could you? How no. could you? All right, let's talk about a professional wrestling match. First of all, it is scripted. Everybody knows who's going to win within the organization. That's why there's no gambling surrounding it. Secondly, the punches, they don't they don't hit them. There's mics underneath the mat to elevate the sound when they hit the hit the the arena and mat. They do things and they do actual stunts. They are stunt performers who are insanely athletic and I will never discount the fact that they are athletes by the definition. But pro wrestling is not a sport. It is sports ancillary entertainment. And the impact and the actual results and comp- quote-unquote competition is not real competition. But here is where the points on the internet that I'm going to co-opt as my own and pretend like I actually know what I'm talking about <laughs> really stick you to the wall. Because Danny Boy XV said, uh, this jacuse goes out to Tyler who had the audacity to call professional wrestling fake. While although it is scripted and match outcomes are predetermined in no way is any of it fake, these athletes legitimately put their bodies on the line for our entertainment. For example, and most famously, when man Mankind nearly died falling through the top of the Hell in a Cell match against The Undertaker, who was also wrestling with a broken foot. And last year when Cody Rhodes fell, went through a full match with a fully torn peck. Just because it's sports entertainment doesn't mean these wrestlers don't risk their well-being on a weekly basis. I mean, everybody risks their well-being every time they hop into a car. 
you're equating hopping into a car for a daily commute to being thrown from the top of a of hell in a cell cage match? Debatably, more people die in car accidents. <laughs> I am I wrong? Am I, I wrong? That's not the argument being made. Either because way, more, peop, more people die in car accidents in than in traditional sporting events. What about stunt performers in films? They risk their lives every day that they're doing their job, which is exactly what these people are doing. But again, the stunts are to create the illusion of an effect. Uh huh. It is not. They are not actually punching each other. But are they athletes? They are athletes, but that does not mean that it is a professional sport. But is it? No. Because well, the other- elements of sport are missing because it is not competition. It's scripted. Mm-hmm. It's entertainment. Ah, but what about how all of sports are rigged and all the NFL That's- Super Bowls have been predetermined since 2001? Right. You know, they totally predicted the the loudest stadium event when Marshawn Lynch ran through like 13 defenders for a touchdown. They totally scripted all of the, the chaos. They scripted um, uh, Tom Brady breaking his knee and Carson Palmer getting, getting his knee broken. You know, that's just how deep the rabbit hole goes. It's but they, so I, deep. They hand I do, it to him. <laughs> I kind of get what they're saying because there is such a, there's such a negative connotation to calling it fake. And also I think it's highly reductive to equate it to the, to the, commonplace activity of getting in a car for a commute but you're comparing a risk of injury by doing an activity and trying to say that that makes it a sport that's not how sport works no i think what they're doing is they're equating into the idea that the entire purpose of professional wrestling is to get to a point of athleticism that you can perform those things it's like if you went to like to your example if you went to a stunt performing ability what you do is fake it's not real they would be very offended by that but i'm not i'm saying that the wrestling itself like the aspect of calling it wrestling is not true wrestling mm-hmm. it's and the fact that a lot of the stuff that they do is illusion based because they do not actually impact each other every time they purposely land on their forearms oftentimes when they're doing stuff it's an illusion of the impact it's an illusion of an actual competition it's an illusion of punches those aspects, by being not truly what they are, is by definition fake versus real. Honestly, like, I don't have any stake in the game. I think it's just like, it's kind of the same way that a lot of these things get people up in arms because they get offended because it's like, to dismiss something is to almost insult something for people that care so deeply about it. And it's like, I don't think anybody that watches professional wrestling is in any way under the illusion that it's all super, super real. It's exciting, and there's, like, stakes... Oh, yeah, it's entertainment. ...to follow. It's just, like, I think the issue is with calling it just straight up, like, it's all fake, and therefore um, it's one is higher than the other. To to be clear, I never was putting one above the other. The The problem is, and the Jacuse came about because they called the other form of wrestling amateur which to a degree it is, but when you get into the Olympic ranks and actually compete in true wrestling, the actual sport of wrestling, Mm -hmm. that is sport. That is when you can become a professional athlete. The problem is a lot of people don't go and watch traditional wrestling matches. It's not a popular sport, especially in the United States. Overseas, there might be places where actual wrestling is a sport. What we call professional wrestling in the U.S. is not 
a sport. It's entertainment that is sports ancillary. They are insanely athletic, and I respect the hell out of them. They are basically stunt performers and actors and so much wrapped into one that can do so many things. And the the stunts they do are real, just like stunt performers do real stunts. But the actual competition in itself is not real. But what about the other competition that is a part of it, the popularity competition? Because that is a big determining factor in who is able to succeed in that field. And so I would say like the argument is made that they are professional athletes and professional competitors in that sense. The sport overall is more encompassing than just what takes place in there because there's all the drama that actually takes place behind the scenes. Who's top dog? Who's actually gets... Why does someone get predetermined to win is because they're more popular or because it could create more drama if they lose. And it's like that sometimes is against the athlete's choices. And it's it's all to do with like their ability to cultivate their own persona and perform. So there is an element of competition there, I would say. To a degree, I I mean, that's performative competition. That's that's a little bit different than because more often than not has less to do with their ability in the ring and more to do with what they can do outside the ring. Almost like they're judged. I'm well, audience audience based judge it does not, not fall into the same same it's category. It's the the, the official the officials behind the scenes they have to they're judged by a panel of officials that determine their worth and value of their performance it's it's about viewership it's entirely about viewership not entirely sometimes you can sway uh people in charge with your charm and wit and people believe in you because you're chutzpah either way it is not a sport but is it fake I will still say that it's fake in the sense of saying that if it you use the word wrestling, it mm. is not real wrestling. And if something is not real, a synonym <laughs> to not real is fake. Uh-huh. Well, there's better ones to use, I suppose. Anyway, uh, you also didn't mention the major score change after the Salt Lake City Olympics of 2002 for figure skating. I don't know what that means. Informal analyst 459 said that. What do you say about that? Oh, I didn't dive deep enough into figure skating to get more analytical. Oh, well. <laughs> Judge scoring is so complicated that it it just throws everything through a loop and trying to explain how they do the scoring system is so overly complicated. That's what a fake podcast host would say. I'm an imposter. Yes, exactly. All right. Jacuzzi is over. That, oh, that, all right. That's fair. That's fair. This episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Right now is a busy time for college basketball, especially with the tournament coming up. And whoever makes it to the top, one thing is certain. It takes the most talented people working together to help these teams play at this level. It's the same for your business. You want the most talented people you can find to help make your business thrive. Find those people you need to use ZipRecruiter. Try it free at ZipRecruiter.com slash go. ZipRecruiter uses powerful matching technology to help you quickly score excellent candidates. Immediately after you post your job, they'll start sending you people with the right skills and experience. And once you review the list, you can send your top choices an invite to apply. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash go. Again, that's Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R dot com slash G-O. ZipRecruiter. 
the smartest way to hire. This episode is brought to you by Red Bear. Hey, pizza lovers, have you heard? You don't have to order in to get fantastic pizza anymore. Now, make it yourself with Red Baron's new fully loaded hand-tossed style pizza with a half pound of premium toppings and a soft, chewy, restaurant-style crust, you'll be blown away. Pick from three flavors in the frozen food aisle, ultimate pepperoni, barbecue recipe chicken, and meat lovers. Indulge yourself. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode of Go is brought to you by Volvo Cars. Distractions happen. That's why the fully electric Volvo EX90 comes with a two-camera driver understanding system designed to prevent distractions and help you stay focused. With seven comfortable seats, a powerful electric range of up to 300 miles and cutting-edge vision tech that can help prevent accidents, experience a new era of safety of Volvo Cars. Pre-order your Volvo EX90 today. Visit volvocars.com slash US to learn more. We are today going to be deciding the fate of Tyler's education. Um, it, the fate I've, I've of talked, it? Is it dying? Yeah, I talked to the school board. They said it's all good. If you fail this test, they will revoke your master's degree. Uh, and then you will have all knowledge of sports burned from your mind. That sounds horrible for the success of this podcast. <laughs> yes. Well, you, know, you could learn it all again. You just got to hurry before the next episode. <laughs> I'll find the... Um, do you remember, like, uh, what was it? Um, no, it was uh, Futurama. They had the little, like, book gummies. <laughs> yeah, book gummies? <laughs> yeah, they'd, like, eat the books, oh, and then they'd right. absorb the knowledge of everything right. in that book. <laughs> Man, that would be awesome if that was possible. Right? Uh, first off, tell me what, what school did you go to <laughs> Uh, well, undergrad, I went to Wilmington, and for uh, grad school, I went to University of Northern Colorado. University of Northern Colorado. Uh, I hope they have a list of their courses. I, I, so, um, I actually sent you. <laughs> oh, you sent me! Perfect! You sent me the recipe of your demise! Oh. I send it through Discord, though, so. All right, well, that's, that's, that's boring, and boo. <laughs> Sports administration. So the way this episode is going to work is I'm going to grill Tyler on various sports information and also to make sure that he actually took the classes that he says he took in order to be able to get whatever the hell he has. <laughs> in order to get that disease that he caught there for sport. <laughs> yeah, all the STDs he got at University of Northern Colorado. The sports he, transmitted diseases. <laughs> Shut up, that's not funny. You're not you funny. started laughing. You think you're funny, you're not funny. They don't even say what the classes are. What kind of what kind of school is this? Is this it's, even a real school? You have to dig through. Um when I I, the reason I wanna. went there is they were considered the number three in the world um for the uh, program. Couldn't go to the number one one. Wasn't good enough. I see how it was. I tried. <laughs> I tried. What is the number one? Uh, Ohio University in Athens. Mm, okay. All right. Well, then you would have had to been in Athens. I would have had. Who wants to be there? That's ridiculous. That's, you ever just... that's where jo Joe Burrow is from. Oh, never mind. It's great. We all love <laughs> Athens. Do you ever just forget that Toledo exists? No. We were talking about Ohio on Distractable, and I was like, 
I always forget that Toledo's in Ohio. I always think that Toledo is somewhere else. What makes you think of Toledo to begin with? Exactly, right? Exactly. What makes you think of Toledo? Nothing. Nothing makes you think of Toledo. I mean, the only time I think of them is when I see their team in a competition. <laughs> That's <laughs> they it. They have a team? Yeah. Is there a school there? Yeah. They're, they're Toledo. <laughs> All right, whatever. Okay, so it's time for the quiz. Are you ready? I'm always ready. My master. master I wasn't done. Oh, let's go continue. Well, it's not, as, it's not as dramatic now. No, it can be more dramatic. Will, add epic music. Build the anticipation. Mark, go. Are you ready to lose your master's degree? No, because I'm not going to lose it. All right, fair enough. He's very confident. Okay. So, if you really did go to this supposed college and get a, a supposed master's degree, in May 2003, the fastest known speeding ticket in U.S. history was handed out, with a Swedish sports car allegedly going 242 miles an hour in a 75 mile an hour zone. In what state did this occur? 75 miles an hour. I mean, the fastest. I'm just going to say Colorado. <laughs> Wrong! <laughs> Wrong! Wrong! I don't know why this is a sports related. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, a speeding ticket? Was it part of the cannonball run? Uh, Might have been, actually. Yeah, the cannonball run is like that competition to go across the U.S. as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. It took place in Texas. Oh, of course it would be Texas. Which I guess if you could have just guessed if it was a cannonball run, which state is the largest and like has the most. But the like, cannonball open... run wouldn't have them go through Texas. No? No, because it's east coast to west coast. And the fastest track would not bring you south. Oh, I did not know that. I did not know that. Unless you unless you can hit two hundred and forty two in Texas, apparently. Uh, but that's okay. That's a point against Tyler. That is not looking good for him having a master's degree by the end of this. And we do have a time limit on this episode because I ordered food just before it. And as we said in the last episode, we are limited on time. And as you can tell, we're, we look exactly the same as we yeah. did in that episode. So you, the mystery is, did we record it that day or do we just always wear the same clothes like cartoon characters? Post-production, change the color of my shirt. <laughs> Don't ask Will to do that. <laughs> it's just like the huge slider starts a rainbow. I just picture him putting the word different color. <laughs> yeah. If you want to see these amazing edits that Will is doing and we are subjecting him to, go to Spotify to watch the episodes. And be sure to follow. <laughs> or follow. Or follow, yeah. And follow and click the video friends. thing because the video yeah. is exclusive over there. Exclusive to Spotify. Yeah. All right. Next question. Arguably the second most popular in the world after soccer. What lucky sport has defensive positions named gully, silly mid off and deep mid wicket. He got it right, everybody. <laughs> uh, even I could have guessed this one. <laughs> when just they based said on silly, it's very obvious. Silly mid-off and deep mid-wicket. I was like, that's got to be cricket. But also, people also, it's soccer, cricket, and then I think after that, in the tier of sports, because there was a while that I knew it was probably probably American football. Oh, really? Yeah. It just it still blows my mind that baseball isn't higher up because I know so many Asian countries love baseball. Japan and Korea love baseball, and I bet there's a few others there. But across the world, like I guess Europe doesn't play it very much, and they do account for a lot of the world. But you know, I just would have thought. Yeah. 
Isn't basketball also taken off? Oh, t- bas- basketball is the third one. I was wrong. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I knew that before you did. I get the point. Yeah, that's well, another. <laughs> well, what's after basketball? Because uh, it's not American football. Baseball. It's golf. That's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Remember, everything's on the line here. All right, everything. My life. Turkish? Is it? All right, his life is now on the line for this. He, If he doesn't get enough, to, he'll lose his master's degree and his life. So you'll die, and then along with your body, your master's degree will be incinerated. Oh, nice. At least you know. At least you know our friendship is close enough that you knew I wanted to be cremated. So that's pretty nice. Yeah, I was pretty sure. I was pretty sure. Anyway, Turkish-born athlete and activist Enes Kanter legally changed his name to Enes Kanter Freedom in 2021 to celebrate his American citizenship. Mister Freedom has played what sport for Turkey's Fenerbahce? Bachi Sports Club, as well as the Jazz, Knicks, and Thunder. Basketball. Yeah, I feel like those last parts of it really gave that question away. The the thing <laughs> is, you could have you could have you could have skipped those last part, and I would have known. Uh, it. You know of Turkey's no. Fenerbahce? No, but my my estimated guess based on the name would be basketball, uh-huh. based on popularity in sports. And the fact that he came to the U.S. Because for the other sports that are highly popular, the U.S. is not where you would go. Cricket would be the U.K. That makes total sense. And soccer would be actually, yeah, it'd be U.K. or India. Those are the two. Ah, that makes sense. All right. You get a point for that. Okay. But it's only going to get harder from here. Outside of what sports venue would you find Rise Up, the world's largest freestanding sculpture of a bird? All right, so you've you've got the Falcons, you've got Arizona, you've got the Eagles, you've got the Hawks. Rise up. I'm going to say the Eagles. The Eagles Stadium, Philadelphia. So close, but no! It's the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, oh, home the of the Atlanta Falcons. You were very close. You were very close because you did know all of the bird teams, so that was the, the hint you get there. But no, it looks like you might be burning tonight in, in all fairness i have a i have family in atlanta and i've yet to go to the mercedes-benz stadium so i haven't you would have seen the bird you missed atlanta class in your degree yeah you know? i guess you didn't really go you know <laughs> i didn't go to georgia for my master's degree i went to colorado you want to know what uh, sculptures in colorado what the demonic horse that stands by the denver airport that believe it or not actually killed the person who created it, it fell on him and murdered him while he was trying to put it up. I don't think that's murder. Well, it murdered him. It was intentional. The thing's evil. All right. That's fair. I have seen that from the airport and it is very scary. I don't know why it is like that. All right. Next question. Are you ready? I am always ready. The run for the roses and the fastest two minutes in sports are both colloquial names for a horse race that occurs on the first Saturday of May in which U.S. state? First Saturday in May. It's a it's amongst the three races, which is the Kentucky Derby, the Belmont Stakes, and the other one that's name is escaping me. But the run for the roses, to me, I'm going to say Kentucky. 
That is absolutely correct! It is, in fact, Kentucky. I don't know why I get any kind of ego about anything. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because the run of the roses is, is uh, commonplace to be called with the Kentucky Derby. So, <laughs> All right, well, well done. Okay, uh, there, are, there are literally 290 questions on this, and they go from... <laughs> I wonder how many I would get right if we went through 290. We're not going to now because we're on a time crunch, guys. When Mark's food gets there, we're done. You're right. Man, these these are easy. Even I would know these. I'm going to scroll down a bit. To it's the, because you're the learning, more. Mark. It's because I taught you things. You know, actually, it probably is. There are a few of these that I'm like, yeah, I know that because of from that episode or, or whatever that is. Here's one. I don't know if this will be too difficult. What was the gate moniker given to the 2014-2015 NFL scandal in which the New England Patriots were accused of manipulating the air pressure of football? Deflate gate. <laughs> uh, which is a total lie. Tom Brady would <laughs> never, would never disgrace the name of sports to do such a thing. I reject this question. This is awful. I mean, I can I can tell you the other gates that are involved in the three gates of the NFL that I can name offhand that happened in our lifetime. Spygate was the New England Patriots. They were spying using cameras to film uh, other teams' defensive signals when they were giving signals for what play was going to be called by the defense. And then there's Bounty Gate, which was the New uh, the New Orleans Saints, where they were headhunting and getting paid to injure other players or attempt to injure other players. Well, you don't get bonus points for any of that, so <laughs> that's nuts to you. <laughs> All right. The Owls are the sports teams of what public Philadelphia university? Owls. They're called the Owls. Is it Penn? Penn University? It is not. Oh, what Penn. is Penn? It is Temple. Oh University. God, I forgot that was in Pennsylvania. Yeah, you you should feel bad. <laughs> Wait, where is the other I one? <laughs> what? Penn is isn't that? Penn is in Where's Pennsylvania. Penn? My uncle oh, went to okay. Penn, and he's gonna shame me for this because he played football for Penn. Yeah, that's not going to be good for you, man. It really there's, doesn't the seem problem like is, you The problem is I immediately knew I was wrong because they're the Quakers. Uh, because it's the, it's a, my school in undergrad was also the Quakers. And we talked about it multiple times between me and my uncle. So right when I said Penn, I was like, no. Man, you really should have known that one then. That's pretty embarrassing. Oh, that's that pretty hurts. embarrassing. All right. Scrolling down. Uh, boo, what? Okay, so this is a Cincinnati-related one, I think. Okay. The quote, and this one belongs to the Reds, was the catchphrase of what sportscaster who called Reds games from 1974 to 2019? 2019? Yes. It's not Marty Brenneman, is it? It is, in fact, Marty Brenneman. I got it right. <laughs> you the, the got 2019 right. was the key thing, so. Yeah, Marty Brenneman. Was that the same guy that got in trouble? Yes. <laughs> That's why I was like, mm, <laughs> why, do why do I know that? What it, yeah, he said uh, he was on a hot mic and he said some horrible things. I can't remember what it was, but uh, probably best that I don't remember that. Yeah, he used, a, <laughs> he used a derogatory term towards a certain group of people. Oh, good. That's great. So good thing he lost his job. But man, I it's so it's so funny that that's the only reason that I also know of that name. Yeah. <laughs> hey. All right. This one. Some of these are like 
ridiculously easy. I'm not asking you this one, but it's like in a football game, what's it called when a player loses control of the ball when they <laughs> have a chance to score? A fumble. You don't get a point for that. <laughs> I'm going down. Okay. Ooh, here's an interesting one. Okay. Paul Allen, an American billionaire who passed away in 2018, was the owner of the Portland Trailblazers, Seattle Seahawks, and a part owner of the Seattle Sounders. Before entering the world of sports ownership, Allen was best known for co-founding what company? And this, this might be difficult, but I'll give you a hint. Remember, the Seattle Seahawks and the Seattle Sounders. So think of a Seattle-based company. Ah, damn, that would that would have been a good one, but no, it was actually Microsoft. Ah, okay. Microsoft was founded in Seattle. I yeah. didn't know that, but you don't get a point for that. Well, Seattle and founding the company, I was like, ah, oh, that that would make sense. Mm. That's so ancillary. That's so like an arbitrary trivia question. That, that is sports. like a very tangent. I think that's the only way I'm going to get you on any of these if I if I tackle it from a a different. Yeah, way. I, I don't study billionaires. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have billionaire class in your business administration. No, I would think that it, as you're learning how to be a part of the uh, cog in the machine of business administration, uh, that you would know who your superiors were. No, we talked about moral and ethical reasoning in sport. We talked about facilities and event management. We talked about marketing and promotion around sport. Okay, those you actually were. I have another list of classes <laughs> in this, and you did name a few of them but you could have just pulled up that from the same google search i got nothing I right here legal aspects of sport or sport law those are both in the same category there's sport and exercise I got science nothing right here either for those listening i'm holding up both my hands but i also know organizational behavior in sports sports marketing human resource <laughs> management and sports organizations legal issues in sports wow there's nothing in my hands <laughs> i hear i'll share my screen i can do that no no don't do that all your Tabs of porn. I don't want to see that here. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. What tough furry orange mascot swung into his first appearance at a Philadelphia Flyers home game on a giant wrecking ball? Philadelphia Flyers mascot. Tough and orange. Furry orange mascot. God. I can picture this. It's weird. I, I, I can picture this occurring. I'm just going to say Bailey on because for whatever reason that popped into my head. Do you have any other name? I do not. Uh, it's Gritty. Gritty. Oh. Which I never in a million years would have gotten, but you as a master's degree owner should have known. <laughs> yes, I study all of the mascots that are created to entice kids to want to come to sports events. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're like clowns. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, okay, next one. This is going to be a real toughie. As part of the growing boom of sports cards, a rookie year signed Tom Brady football card <laughs> sold at auction for more than $1.3 million in early 2021. What team was Tom Brady on during his rookie year? The New England Patriots. That is correct! <laughs> I was like, thing I thought you were going to ask me about some <laughs> random stat that was on the card and I would have been like, God... <laughs> Dang. No, no, these are too easy for that. But if there's one thing we've proven is that Tyler knows everything no! about Tom Brady. I he... figured there was some underlying reason for this, the deflate gate and the Tom Brady what? question. No, these are just the quiz questions that I'm randomly scrolling to and then finding. Okay. All right. I, I can tell you the reason why fences around pools and it has to do with my education. So it's something called an attractive why? nuisance. 
A what? An attractive nuisance. An attractive it basically nuisance. means if you have something that can be dangerous, that's a kid walking by would be like, ooh, I want to go do that. If you don't have a fence around it and somebody gets injured or dies in it, you are liable. And that's part of legal aspects of sport. Interesting. But that doesn't prove a thing. How would anybody at home know that that's related to that degree you supposedly have? You're right. I could no have one. just called Bob because of his law degree. Uh-huh, exactly. Yeah, he, he, he's, he, that's not proven either. I'll quiz him on law <laughs> trivia in a moment. Just you wait for that. All right. Also the name of Swarthmore College's sports teams, what deep red silicate mineral is the birthstone for January? <laughs> And tr- <laughs> I have another supplement in if you can't no, get no, it No, 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 no. It's garnet. Hey! There you go. Because that's my like, birthstone. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It would be. That's right. Yeah. I was like, maybe you know. I wouldn't know the name of that stone off the top of my head. But the other part of this was the mineral is also a homophone with a basketball turned actor. Basketballer turned actor. Uh, garnet. Mm-hmm. Garnet. Okay. Although his historical reputation is marred by steroids, what alliterative man remains the MLB's all-time home run leader? Barry Bonds. Correct! That's another point! So yeah, that was I didn't give a celebration about the Garnett one, but who cares if you get points? It's not really that exciting. <laughs> Doesn't prove anything. This isn't distractible. We don't get points here. Points are arbitrary, yeah. unnecessary. Yeah, this is a judgment. I'm going to make a, a, a judgment based on how I feel at the end of this, not necessarily whether you earned it. Oh, uh, okay. Definitely not if you earned it. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes, you know, we're in Florida, we'll be in New York, we want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side-by-side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, here's another Reds-related question. Okay. Name the controversial Cincinnati Reds player and manager who was penalized with permanent ineligibility for baseball. That is correct! (laughs) (laughs) All right, okay. You know what I'm saying? He was a major part of the Big Red Machine, um, which had Ken Griffey Sr. on it. And believe it or not, the Cincinnati Reds are still paying Ken Griffey Jr. for his contract with the Reds, and he has since been retired for, I think, a decade now. How does that work? The way the contract was structured to make it so that it didn't hit all of the money right away. They just paid him out long term, which is, as a person, an individual, that's how I'd structure it. I'd want to get paid out way after I'm done with my career. Makes sense to me. All right. 
But we'll see if you're going to get paid out in fire after this question. Arthur Blank, co-founder of the Home Depot and owner of the Atlanta Falcons, owns one other sports franchise. What is that sport? And I have a hint if well, you need What were it. the ones that he owns? He owned the Atlanta Falcon and f- co-founded the Home Depot. Oh, okay. Home Depot, Atlanta Falcons. I'm get, uh, My guess, I'm leaning towards... I'll take you the want hint. A hint. I want the hint, but I'm leaning towards it. Okay. The franchise was founded in 2014. 2014. Well, it's not football. It's not another football team. The NBA is relatively recent, but probably not that maybe. It's probably hockey. Final answer? I think it's hockey. It is not hockey. It is soccer. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what the name of the team is, but it just says soccer. It's probably the, so- the Georgia-based one that I can't think of. I don't know. I don't know anything about anything. Why ask me? I only read the questions and then pretend like I'm smarter Wait, than you. Wait, if that that question wasn't even didn't even give you the answer. It did. Yeah, it did. It said it was soccer. It just said what what the what other sport? Oh, it it should name the team. They should make it harder than that. They even they don't know. Is is not possible. 2014 because I was getting down the lines and I was like hockey or soccer because hockey moved south recently. So mm-hmm. okay, next question. In what sports league do the Minnesota Lynx play? Minnesota Lynx. Is it professional lacrosse? It is not professional lacrosse. It is the WNBA. Oh, God. You heard it here first. Tyler doesn't respect women. No, that is not how it works. <laughs> I don't watch the NBA. You could have quizzed me on some of the NBA uh, NBA teams, and I want to know who what they are. Look, I just scroll and I just that's a tough I one. one. I guess if you if you knew like teams in the NBA, you might have an idea about it. But yeah, I would never have been able to guess that. Links, I guess. What is the one there? Is it the Timberwolves? Is that where they are? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I just read them. <laughs> All right. Here, here is a not necessarily sports-related question, but something you might know because you're an adventurous person. Hmm. In what... No, God, you would not know this at all. In what Georgia county... County? <laughs> would you find a starting point or ending point for the Appalachian oh, Trail? Oh, God. <laughs> the county? Yeah, no, this- this feels unfair. Yeah, this feels unfair. Man, I don't even know all the Ohio counties. Yeah, I, just, I, I barely know the two that I was part of. It's not Atlanta. It's not by the city. It's north of there. Does it start in Marietta? Is Marietta a county? It might be, but it's not the right answer, unfortunately. So you don't get a point for that, you pathetic loser. <laughs> no! I'm not a loser. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll discount that one. In no, my but definitely- I want to know what the county is. It's called Fannin County. Fannin, okay. F-A-N-N-I-N County. I was curious if you would know it because I, I don't know if you're a trailblazer, but even trailblazers might not know where it is. I've read like I've read a book on the Appalachian Trail, but mm-hmm. I don't think it mentions the county. It mentions like a town, and that was years ago. All right. Well, we're getting down to the last few questions because my food is almost here. All right. So we're going to we're going to ask you something that you definitely know nothing about because you don't care about it. The 1st, 10th, and 20th editions of WrestleMania were all held at what iconic East Coast sports and concert venue? Oh my god. Yeah, not so fake now, is it? Not sport so fake. And concert venue. 
East Coast. East Coast. So it's on a coastal city. Madison Square Gardens. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> well done. I guess he does care a little bit about professional wrestling. The realest wrestling there could possibly be. I had to remember that New York was East Coast. It is on the coast. <laughs> you don't know, remember that New York was East Coast. I keep, right. it's, I, geography, my brain gets boggled when I'm thinking about it. If I see a map, it's easy. I can name the states. But when it comes to... Mm. Thinking about it in my head, it gets discombobulated. All right, well, here's something to discombobulate you. In 1996, Nike created the ACG line of products, which markets for extreme sports such as snowboarding and mountain biking. What does ACG stand for? ACG. I think G stands for games? Alternative competitive games. (laughs) No. (laughs) All conditions gear. Ah, dang! <laughs> hey, mine was interesting. Uh, yeah, I guess you took a different route from snowboarding and mountain biking, but not quite there. Not quite there. All right, next question. Since you seem to know a little bit more about this sport than maybe you, I think you do, the Bridgeport Sound Tigers and the Hartford Wolf Pack are both professional sports franchises based in Connecticut that compete in what sport? Lacrosse. <laughs> Why do you keep saying lacrosse? I don't know. I don't know the <laughs> it's answer. It's hockey. Oh, dang. Hockey. Professional sports franchise. Are there professional hockey? There, lacrosse? There was for a while. I don't know if it still exists. Yeah. Let me see. If hockey I- is hockey. Silly, silly, silly. Wait, what were the names of the teams again? The Bridgeport Sound Tigers and Hartford Wolf Pack. Idiot. How could you not know that? Are they in the NHL? Uh, I don't know. Must be, I guess. All right. We're going into a different world. Oh. Because he, an ardent StarCraft fan, in 2021, Shopify CEO Tobias Lutke announced that his company had started its own professional esports team, which competes under what name? Is it Cloud9? <laughs> no, no. But the answer is dumb. Uh, it's the Shopify Rebellion. Oh, my. It's uh, not a, not a great name. Not a, I can't say that's a good name. That that makes it sound like he's telling his team not to use his product that he created. Yeah, maybe not. Okay, here's one in linguistics. The word forensics comes from a Latin expression meaning of or before. What type of building in reference to where Romans trials were held? That was complex, but let me read that again. The word forensics comes from a Latin expression meaning of or or before what type of building in reference to where Roman trials were held. This F word can apply to a place for exchanging ideas or an alternative name for a sports arena. I think forum. Forum is correct. It is a forum, which I didn't know that that was another name for a sports arena. That is a strange thing. Yeah, there's there's a few that have that name in the U.S. I can't think of the exact ones, but the for- mm. there's places. All right. We're getting down to the wire. They're almost here. So I'm going to scroll to the bottom and I'm going to see what these last questions are and how hard they actually is. I was going to say just like lightning around me. That's not even, this one isn't even an actual trivia question. It's just, I think it's like a riddle more than anything. Okay. 
being one of the most popular sports down under, how many points is a goal worth in Australian rules football football? A goal? A goal. I'm going to say five. So close. It was six. Oh, so it's the same as a touchdown. I couldn't remember if it was or not. Yeah, apparently. I, I don't know what the differences between a goal and a touchdown is in Australian rules football. Is that still like, is that like American football, but in Australia? Yeah, it's, there's some similarities and some differences. The ball's different. I think it's like a round ball, if I remember right. This is an interesting question. Upon their establishment in 1902, the Durham Bulls were originally known by what regionally appropriate team name? Oh my, the Durham Bulls. Uh, Do you know the Durham Bulls? I know the Durham Bulls. I know the name of the Durham Bulls. Um, I don't think you'll ever get this. Oh God. There was a time in which I knew this. I'm not even kidding. Um, Because there's a video quiz thing for sports trivia that I used to play at my uncle's house. And this was one of the questions. And I don't remember. It's a weird, it's really weird. It's a weird one. Yeah, it is a weird one. Nothing's coming to me. It's the tobacconists. Oh yeah, the because of tobacco. Tobacco. I I would never. I don't even know where the Durham Bulls are. I don't even know what any of that is. I don't know what sports they play. But I don't have a master's degree, and apparently neither uh, do you. I believe you. it's baseball. Durham Bulls are baseball. All right. I don't believe you. I can't trust anything you say. You look it up. Here we go. This is a good one for the last one. What American city has occasionally been considered the first? purely American city because it was the first city founded after the American Revolution. The city peaked in the late 19th century as the sixth most populous city in the U.S., although it has slipped to the 65th most populous by 2018. What city is it? American Revolution. I have another hint, too. Okay. I'll take the hint. if you need it. Yeah. The city remains well known because of multiple major sports teams. Started at the 6th in the late 19th century, slipped to the 65th most populous by 2018, and well known for multiple major sports teams. Multiple major sports teams. Well, it's not all the way in California because this is right after... This is the the revolution against England, right? Yes, it was founded... The first American city founded after the American Revolution. Boston existed... Has a lot of teams. Atlanta has a lot of teams. Did New York exist? Yes, New York exists. There's a lot of places with multiple teams. Los Angeles has a ton of teams, but that's too far west. Yeah, you can pretty much discount anything on that side. Because multiple teams makes me think of multiple teams within the same sport. And I don't know if that's uh, No, the different case. sports. Different sports. Is it called the Queen City? It's not Cincinnati, is it? Your final answer. I'm going to say it's Cincinnati. It is Cincinnati! It is Cincinnati, the first purely American city. Our hometown, still well known for multiple major sports teams. All right. It's also known as the Queen City, which is why I lean towards it, because it was right after the revolution. It is also known as the Queen City. And it is beautiful, and it is lovely, and i craving Skyline. No, oh, God. Skyline, but Jeez. I'll have to settle for the food that's almost at my door, which ends this. So, the determination. Do you actually have a master's degree? I mean, my answer is yes. It's not about your answer. That was for the trivia. No. Will, light him on fire. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, I guess you do. Okay, well, I don't think I'm qualified to know what that answer is, and I don't know how any of these trivia questions relate to whether or not you have a master's degree. But you did get quite a few right, so that's pretty impressive. Yeah, um, some of there were definitely ones I should have gotten right if I paid attention to like more sports. That's all right. It's all right. But uh, I do want to say, if any of my classmates from getting our master's degrees together or any of my professors happen to be listening to this podcast, please hop over to that subreddit and showcase the fact that I did, in fact, walk and get my master's degree. Hmm, interesting. It's only there's no evidence. And maybe there will be a picture that suddenly appears of my master's degree in the next few days. Hmm, I don't know. It hasn't happened in the past year, so I don't think it'll ever happen again. But remember, we also have merch. Store.gmfsd.com. Why don't you go check that out? We got pins. You can get the Elegant Listener Ultimate Collection. Or you can get the Finger Sports Hat. Or the Finger Foam Finger Finger. Is it Foam Fingers for sale? It's going to be. Actual Foam Finger? Very soon. (gasps) Good. If it's not already up. I don't know. So you can Finger Sports too. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Maybe we'll see you. It's Spotify video. You got to go watch on Spotify video. <laughs> oh, right, right. That's right. Yeah. All right.